0: On the whole, let's face it, the coronavirus pandemic has been a pretty horrible ordeal. Um, but if there was one good thing to come out of it, it's that for a short time, at least, Wilmington got a drive-in movie theater back. From the summer of 2020 until early this year, the Wilmington drive-in was out at UNCW in the parking lot of Keenan Auditorium. Operated by the Office of Cultural Arts, with assistance from Kukuloris and support from the Star News and WHQR, public radio, We screened about a movie every week for close to nine months. I even saw nine or ten of them with my nine-year-old son and his teenage sibling, and it gave us some much-needed screen time away from the home where we were stuck for over a year, which is, you know, where most of our screen time took place. But you know what? It wasn't so long ago that Wilmington was home to multiple drive-ins. Most of them operated between the late 40s and the early 80s, and then there was one point in the late 50s or early 60s when there might have been as many as five drive-ins in Wilmington operating at the same time. And that's going to be our topic this week, bygone movie theaters in the Wilmington area, with a special focus on drive-ins. This is Cape Fear Unearthed, the podcast exploring the legends, historical oddities, and landmark stories of southeastern North Carolina. I'm your host, John Staton, and I'm a reporter with the Star News here in Wilmington net Paper. That's part of the USA Today Network. The first proper drive-in theater in Wilmington I can find a record of it was most likely the Carolina Drive-In, which William Thrush opened on Carolina Beach Road near Monkey Junction in 1947. That's according to Thrush's 1997 obituary in the Star News. Thrush also opened another popular drive-in theater, the Park View, that was on Oleander Drive near Floral Parkway in 1949. Uh, probably the best two known Wilmington drive-ins of all time are, were located right across the street from each other on Carolina Beach Road. There was the Skyline Drive-In Theater, which was kind of notorious. as showed racy and even some X-rated movies back in the day. And then there was the Starway, which is located where the Starway Flea Market is now. That's probably the longest running Wilmington Drive-In, which it operated from 1952 to 1984. They were going to even reopen the Starway in 1996, but that got scrapped when the Wilmington City Council and voted it down. Um, like, uh, they basically voted against changing the rules to allow it to operate later than 11 o'clock. So that, drive, that drive-in never came back. There was also a North 17 drive-in on Market Street. There was a drive-in theater called the Wrightsville Road, which was located not on Wrightsville Avenue, but Oleander Drive. And one of my favorite movie stories of Wilmington uh, history is, you know, it's not technically a drive-in, but back in the 20s, um, the old Lumina entertainment complex at Riceville Beach. They were famous for showing films on a screen that was mounted in the surf so that people could actually watch a movie projected over the waves. I mean, how cool is that? These days, you know, Wilmington, we have our three multiplexes, and the total of more than 40 screens. Um, But for most of Wilmington's history, there were multiple, mostly one street movie theaters located all over town. Uh, many, if not most, were downtown. Back in 2002, my colleague Ben Stillman, who's technically retired, but he still freelances for the Star News, he wrote a story about old Wilmington movie theaters, and I'll post a link to it um, on Facebook and in the story I do for this podcast. Um, ben said the first public film screening in Wilmington he can find a record of was at Billion Hall back in 1897 which was in it was in an Edison projectoscope program which I'm not exactly sure that was but it was you know basically an early silent film Um, Ben remembers as do I when the old Bailey Theater was more than a facade on Front Street Uh, the Bailey opened on December 23rd 1940 tickets were 40 cents for regular shows 30 cents for matinees I remember seeing a Godzilla film there back in 79 or 80 when I was about 10 years old. Uh, 1980 is the year the Bailey closed, actually. Um, This is a great, there's a good urban legend about the basement of the old Bailey. Now that um, the site where the Bailey was has been paved over and there's a, like I said, an urban legend that that basement still holds some treasures like old movie reels or posters. You know, no idea if that's true, but let's just hope that it is. Um, story for another episode, maybe. Another movie theater downtown was the Manor on Second. Um, I'm sorry, but on Market between Second and Third, and they used to show Disney movies there. Um, old old ones, new releases. I remember seeing The Sound of Music there, you know, as a, as a kid. Uh, the Manor had the iconic logo on the side of the building, but you, you can't see the side of the building now because they've built a new building next to it. Uh, the Manor closed in the 80s, but it's been a bunch of things um, over the years since then. It's currently vacant. Uh, another notable downtown theater was the Bijou, um, whose words are still spelled out in the tile on Front Street um, on the pavement between Chestnut and Grace. It's called Bijou Park today and leads, a, you can walk through there now to get to River Place. But back in the day, it was the first permanent motion picture theater in the state of North Carolina and perhaps in all the South. Um, according to Ben Story, Uh, from 2002, the Bijou was the brainchild of two former circus performers named James F. Foxy Howard and Percy W. Wells. Percy liked to call himself the Great Persino apparently. They leased the site in 1906, uh, put up an old canvas tent and started showing basically slideshows and then later silent movies. Um, I guess they were successful because in uh, 1912, May 30th, May 30th, 1912 Bijou Building, the actual theater opened up there, had mirrored doors, had tiled floors, there was a player piano in the lobby. And it survived for um, over uh, 50 years, well, showed movies for over 40 years um, before closing in 56 and was torn down in 63. And they showed a lot of westerns. Uh, and Cereals, that was kind of their bread and butter at the Bijou. There was another theater downtown called, at various times, The Colony and the Carolina. That was around 2nd and Market Streets. Um, and of course, you know, and sadly, Wilmington was a segregated city in those days. The Bailey on Front Street. There was separate seating in the balcony for black patrons. Um, and there was also a theater on North 4th Street called The Ritz that catered to black audiences. I mentioned the movies in The Surf at Lumina. But uh, Wrightsville Beach also had an indoor theater, The Crest. Now, it was later known as a gym, also called The Crest. And they showed movies there in the 50s and 60s. Uh, I'm told sometimes there would be foreign films, Fellini, um, stuff like that. And we're not even going to have time to get into all the many, many movie theaters of Wilmington's more recent history. You know, Longleaf Mall, Independence Mall, you know, cinemas, the New Center Drive cinemas, College Road, and that's just to name a few. There have been a bunch over the years. But um, for this episode, we're going to talk about some of the older movie theaters and drive-ins, and my guest for this episode of Cape Fear Unearthed Earth is a Wilmington native who saw movies at a lot of these locations um, that I've mentioned so far. Ann Hutteman, she knows a lot of Wilmington history in general, and she was kind enough to sit down with me recently to talk about some of these bygone places of local history. So I am sitting here with Miss Ann Huddeman. We are in her home, and she is a Wilmington native and has lived in Wilmington a very long time and remembers a lot of these old drive-in movie theaters and uh, Wilmington movie theaters. Um, well, thank you um, for being with us thank on Catering on Earth. Well, and so I was doing some research, and the earliest record of a drive-in that I can found in Wilmington um, that you said that you don't remember, but this is back in the 40s, they said there was a Carolina drive-in around Monkey Junction. I don't remember yeah, that one. and that one may not have lasted long, but one one that you were to- um, telling me about that you do remember was called the Park View, and that was on Oleander Drive right around where... Um, Florida Parkway is right, right where Office Depot and uh, Books a
1: Million are. Okay. That's where that, that whole area was the, the drive in. Well, that was
0: a drive in theater, and then was it was it popular? Did they get oh, a lot of people? Oh,
1: yes, every, that was probably the most popular because uh-huh. it was the closest into town. Yeah, and uh, I remember going there and saw. Francis the Talking Mule, <laughs> wow! And it was a lot like Mister Ed that used yeah. to be on te- yeah. uh, on television. Wow! That was an antecedent of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's and so and so who would go to the drive-ins back then? I mean, families, Family. or couples, or just anyone, right? Well, of
1: course, there were families, yeah. and then of course the teenagers loved it. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, did you? What else do you remember seeing there? That was like, you said Francis the Talking Mule. What else do you remember seeing there? Uh,
1: I don't remember whole the names yeah. of them, but. Yeah. It, they were, you know, the drive-ins never had first-run movies. They really? were always
0: second. movies. Interesting. Okay. They, were,
1: they they were if you missed them downtown,
0: you could go to a drive-in. Okay, and then would it be a little cheaper than like you know your uh, indoor theater? I guess so. Yeah. I okay. Get, Yeah, no, that's interesting because, um, you know, we had had, you know, this past summer because of uh, COVID, Uh, you know, all the theaters are closed, so we had, you know, they were doing the drive-in out at at UNCW, and that was kind of a, you know, it was maybe a throwback to, you know, the way uh, things used to be. Yeah, and then, so so then you said, I guess, well, some of the more recent ones were, I I do remember um, the Skyline and the Starway were both on... Carolina Beach Road.
1: They were right, as I recall, they were right across the road from each other. Yeah. And I think the Starway is still, the, isn't that a, a, a... It's a flea market, a flea market, now, market but now, but yeah, now. They don't have, yeah. And mm. you know
0: what, they were trying to restart the theater there, I guess, I don't know, 20 or so years ago, mm-hmm. but um, they weren't able to do it. But uh, yeah, no, that that's interesting because they were right. So they were two drivings right across the street from each other. That's as I recall it. Yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, that, that, that's what I remember as well. And then okay, and he said there was another one on Oleander. Although it was called the Wrightsville Road, it was on Oleander Drive mm-hmm. kind of out toward um the beach past uh, past college road.
1: yes, it was it was down there uh, there's a doctor's office yeah. there now on that property yeah and then later, after the uh, the drive in was no more, uh Cardinal Lane's bowling.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, all right, yeah, all right, I know exactly where that is, Uh yeah, there was a bowling alley there, Uh okay, so that's where the theater was, the right School Road, interesting, so what was it like, I mean, I guess they would have concessions and stuff like that? Yes, they would, You, you got out of your car and went to a um, um,
1: uh central office-like place, yeah. and they would sell uh, uh, drinks, Coca-Cola, nothing hard, right, just right. Coca-Cola, yeah. and they would have uh, potato chips and nabs yeah. and that type of yeah. thing.
0: And then you would have, a, then the sound, you had a little speaker by your car, is that how it worked? It, it, uh, they, they had poles all over the,
1: okay. the lot, and, and a spe- their speakers were hanging on the poles, yeah. and you would park near uh, one of those speakers and put it in the window you know and run really? the window up we really? didn't have we didn't have uh, windows like the yeah. Interesting. So, you'd drag so, it up. so you would actually
0: bring this you would pull the speaker into the car that's right and it had a wire and you wow. put it on the, the window that's wild <laughs> yeah i didn't know that um well cuz you know now the way we did it this past summer was uh you know they have a little uh shortwave radio and you just Tune right into it. But back then, they didn't have that. No. <laughs> that's it. That, that's fascinating. And then, uh, so what... I'd always heard, my dad said he remembers one. Maybe this one didn't last too long either. The North 17 um, was on Market Street, I guess, near North 17 Shopping Center. You said that you don't remember that one. I, that I means, don't remember that one. I know yeah, I don't. That is one that my dad said he vaguely remembers. But I, my guess is that it didn't last long mm-hmm. because... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then this is, well, you had a really good story for me earlier about the, um, I mean, this is well well before your day, but the Lumina down at Riceville Beach, you know, with the famous kind of well, dance hall. i correct you. Okay.
1: Nobody in town
0: calls it the Lumina. Okay, all right. It is Lumina. Just Lumina, all right. <laughs> Lumina down at Riceville Beach. And um, you said that your mom remembers when they had... Uh, uh, they had a screen out in the ocean, right? right and they would right. actually project movies on that screen. Right.
1: They had it was right there in front of where Illumina was, yeah. and they, they would project movies. And of course, they were silent movies. So right. <laughs> The sound was, didn't matter. Right. Right. And uh, they and she remembered going on Sunday afternoons. Okay. Uh, late. Well, of course, it had to be dark sure. before they started. But Yeah. yeah. But then they would uh, see the movies and then hop on the. Uh, beach car to come yeah. back to town.
0: Wow. And it just seems like back in that you know, now, you know, movies, it's like, you know, they're so much easier to see. People like, you know, people watch a movie every night sometimes, but it seems like back then it was much more of a, maybe a special occasion. Oh, it, it wasn't. I mean, you
1: know, that was a lot of, that was an entertainment type thing yeah. at night. And, yeah. And uh, you would go maybe to the, uh, have an early uh,
0: uh,
1: supper and then yeah. go to the movies.
0: Yeah. Now that's that is fascinating to think about, you know, cuz now it's just, you know, you can watch it whenever you uh-huh. want, and you know, mm-hmm. you can stop it and start it back later, mm-hmm. but back then, you know, it's uh you know, it seems like it was more special it because, was. you know, you had to be there at that mm-hmm. time when it was shown mm-hmm. or you wouldn't see it. Uh-huh.
1: Yes, uh Yes, that's true. It was it was a special occasion. Yeah. And, of course, many people, when I was growing up, remembered the old silent pictures yeah, too. Yeah, wow.
0: And they were marveled at the fact that there was sound. Yeah, because that was, I mean, that was, you know, earlier, early in the 20th century, it wasn't, you know, I guess like you said that your mom used to grow up watching silent. Well, I,
1: movies. I I believe and I'm not sure about this yeah. date, but I think nineteen twenty nine was the first yeah.
0: talkie. Right, and your mom is well well she was from Wilmington yes, as well, right? She when was, was she born? From- when was your mom born? Nineteen oh seven. Wow. Yeah, so she definitely grew up in uh-huh. the time of uh-huh. yeah, silent movies. Uh-huh. So Yeah, so she didn't get to, I guess see a you know a talkie really until she was a young adult.
1: Well, that's right.
0: She was over twenty when she that is that is well, Yeah, so we're talking a lot about drive-ins, and um, you know, it's kind of a. I just thought it was kind of fun that you know that was maybe one of the good things mm-hmm. to come out of the pandemic is that we got a you know like a drive-in back, but you know who knows when they'll come back. Now that everything things kind of going back to normal, but I thought it was just kind of a fun kind of a thing to you know just yeah. a throwback to look right. at you know because there used to be so many you know now it was we were talking about uh there used to be now there's maybe two or three theaters in Wilmington. The whole town. There used to be so many, not just the drive-ins, but there were, you know,
1: well downtown. Yeah. There was the the Bijou was the first theater here. Yeah, and I think one of the first in North Carolina. Yeah, and I
0: wanted, that was that was older than I thought it was because uh-huh. it dates back to I mean the early 1900s is when that I first started. I think
1: about 1910, 12, something like that. Yeah, and they used to. Uh, westerns were their yeah. specialty yeah. and also my mother also remembered going down there to see the Perils of Pauline now, what was the Perils of Pauline? well that was a, a series uh, uh, like a uh, soap opera, we would yeah. call it nowadays. Okay. And Paul, Pauline would get in these terrible, <laughs> <laughs> terrible sights, and then they would, uh, then they would leave it as a cliffhanger. Yeah. And they'd have to go back the next oh, week wow. to find out what happened.
0: Yeah, that's. I that. do not remember those. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's funny, but You know, we still have the term cliffhanger because mm-hmm. they still do a lot of. That's interestingly enough, mm-hmm. they still do a lot of these series right, that way. Because right. my son, he's nine. He hates when they have the cliffhanger because then he's like, <laughs> He wants to watch the next one right away. He's like, "No," not, he's like, "Not another cliffhanger." But uh, that's how they keep you coming back. I guess they still do that.
1: And uh, then, then the next one on Front Street, coming toward Market, was the Royal Theater.
0: You know that one? I was not familiar with the Royal. And you said that was. Uh, People probably remember the Orton Hotel, which uh-huh. was, um, I think, the two hundred block in North Front. Uh-huh. But you said the Royal was right, maybe right next to that, or it
1: was. It was in that block. In that block. Okay. And of course, the Orton Hotel burned uh, down in, I think, about nineteen forty-eight, forty-nine, something like that. Yeah. And uh, that was one of the buildings
0: that was it was uh, completely destroyed. Yeah. Was well, that that is that is interesting and. You told me about that. You remember as a child going down there. You said right. there wasn't like a lot going on in Wilmington back in those days. So if there was a fire, people would <laughs> oh, go yeah. and watch it.
1: Yeah, you watched all the fires, <laughs> and I stood in post office alley yeah. and watched the watch. Well, we were quite a ways back, but yeah. but that and and left standing were the the front bricks of yep. the building. Yep. And the, a couple of days later, they the fire department went down there and, and knocked those down so it wouldn't. Wow. wouldn't hurt people. Yeah, there used
0: to be, I, just, I mean I guess, I mean there's still fires obviously and there used to be a lot more it seems like. And, it I mean, we lost a lot of, I mean I know we lost a lot of buildings in Wilmington from the, well, we well, talked about Hemingway Hall a few well, weeks ago, yeah. that was the anniversary, but there's a lot of, yeah there's a lot of history well, for, that was lost in this town. Well of course uh, being a port
1: city and yep. so many uh, uh, Downtown and a yeah. and, and, uh, spark would, yeah. and of course most of the buildings in the early days yeah. were were wooden, right, so, right, and and uh, of course we had volunteer fire departments that until about nineteen
0: eighteen ninety eight, wow, that, that is fascinating. And then let's we'll talk a little bit more about there were several theaters downtown, right, um uh the one well, two I remember from i'm fifty one but as a young child, I remember going to the manor to see like Disney movies. Mm-hmm. The manor was over there on um Market Street, market Street about a hundred about a hundred block of market mm-hmm. um and then I also remember the Bailey, which I think was older than the manor um the Bailey on Fun Street. was i do know
1: that that was uh opened in nineteen forty yeah, and that was a a very classy theater yeah. that was like. The ones in, you know, the one in Atlanta. And, you know, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it was quite nice. Art Deco. Yeah. Was, well, was they the still time. have, the, the, I guess the facade is still up the there. The facade is still there. And uh, Mr. Gus Grist was the manager okay. of the Bailey. And he would always, when you'd go at night, he would always be in the, in the foyer. Yeah. Greeting people and asking how they liked the moves. Yeah. And they had first run moves. Right, That's, right. And uh, it, and they had a, a
0: concession
1: stand, popcorn, and so on.
0: Yeah, and we can talk a little bit about because, you know, it opened up in the days of segregation. And I've had people tell me, um, you know, black people from Wilmington, that, you know, the black people sat in a separate section. Uh-huh. And, and you said that you remember there was a separate entrance for blacks at that time. That, that's,
1: uh, one of my black friends told me that yeah. she when she went, she would... Uh, enter through the uh, the alley that was next to yeah. uh, I don't know what that alley's I think it's right. Tumour Alley yeah, yeah. That. that sounds right and uh uh
0: they 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 had an entrance that they would go in yeah. well that's a, that was a different day you know and that's um, uh, you know thankfully things have progressed uh, yes. beyond that and um yeah but but I I remember the Bailey being you know I guess when I was a child, you know, we'd have days off from school, and they would pass out these little mm-hmm. free movie tickets, and mm-hmm. they would have special movies, and if you had a work day, so I guess, you know.
1: And and, and the, the, the admission at the time yeah. was nine cents for children under 12. Wow. And so my cents. daddy, my mother and daddy would give me a twenty five cents and
0: yeah. I could go well, nine cents and then I could get a drink and uh, maybe a name the two. That's amazing. <laughs> you no, know, I remember going I remember as a young child the Bailey was it was pretty old by that point. It was uh-huh. maybe four it was, you know, forty years old uh-huh. and it was getting a little shabby and I remember mm. watching some crazy Godzilla movie or something. <laughs> well, um, and in the old days, that that were not allowed. though. All right. Well, all right. Well, and then, now, but now you said that you remember the Bijou kind of getting run down at some point. It was oh, kind yeah. of. It, it was. It it got well, by little... the
1: time I was growing up, it w- was not first run. They all only had westerns, and yeah. not that westerns are bad. But right. Then.
0: Right. <laughs> right. Well, you know, but you said, it, yeah, but it was an older theater at that time, and then oh yeah, and let's talk a little bit about the. Um, well, speaking of segregation, you said there was a theater called the Ritz on uh, on uh, North Worth Street. That's correct. That was, uh, you, that was basically um, that showed movies for a man, um, for mainly black audience. That's
1: correct. That's correct.
0: And um, that's the way I remember. Yeah, that. no, no I, I've, I, I've heard that as well. And, you, and I think that's on the corner of Second and Market. There was it used to be called the Carolina Theater, or the it, colon, it, and then it was the Colony. At some point.
1: First, I knew it as the Carolina Theater, okay. and I remember going as a child, and I couldn't been more than I don't know five, six, seven yeah. years old, and they had a vaudeville. Okay, uh, vaudeville was uh, done there, yeah. and uh, I remember
0: a man tap dancing.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
0: And then later they would, I guess, they would also show movies there.
1: Oh, they would show movies. Okay. But then, then during the animation, I guess, or you know, after the movie, then between movies, they would have this vaudeville act.
0: Interesting. Uh-huh. Um, what do you remember? Just as far as some of these theaters, what do you remember? Some of them, you know, looking like, being like. I know it's been a long time, but what are your, what are some of your memories from some of these, you know, theaters downtown?
1: Well, uh, as I said, the vaudeville the, the act there, yeah. and, and I was a little girl then. Yeah. And my aunt took me to the, that, and we, we watched the dancing. Yeah. And uh, it was not as, uh, I don't remember it being quite as uptown yeah, as, yeah. as the Bailey. Right, right. But it was, it was not right on the corner of second in the market. Okay. It was about one
0: building over. Okay, all right. And, uh, and then what happened to that? Did that burn, or did that just no, torn down gets, at some point? Uh, yeah. uh,
1: you know, after television came yeah. in, we
0: had very few...
1: Well, it hit the business. It hit the yeah, film business. that is oh, interesting. Yeah,
0: because that was, I guess, really the fifties and sixties when television right, became. Right, uh, Well, we didn't have a television
1: every... here, station here until fifty four. Yeah. Oh wow. So, uh, you know, and uh, we had, we did have a television set, and we had a big, huge antenna that you had to turn around <laughs> and around yeah. uh, in the backyard. Yeah. And um, it was. Uh, the closest stations that we could get was the one in Greenville
0: Right
1: and one in and Charlotte they had one and one in Charleston and if you if the snow you
0: had could see the figures that was a good night (laughs) (laughs) That's good Well and then let's talk even outside of Wilmington there were I mean like we said there used to be you know a dozen or more theaters in Wilmington there was um, this one I don't, I don't recall but he said there was one called the Crest at Riceville Beach. That's correct. Yeah. They that was also
1: second run yeah. thing and and you they would only operate at one point in the summertime. Oh, well that makes sense. No. Uh, I think later it uh, well, you know, in the uh, maybe the early 60s it started. Yeah. But that that was a second, ru- you know, second row. Yeah, you said
0: that was kind of near Station One or between Station One and Johnny
1: Mercer's Pier? It was closer to Station One. It was in about the second block.
0: You know, I wonder if it's in the building where the crest, like the fitness club is. The that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's where. Well, it that is. makes sense. Well, mm-hmm. so that would that was probably a pretty small theater because that's not a huge building for a well, no, it Rudy wasn't theater. quite really big. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, that's just a. It, and, and there was, well, you know, I remember, you know, this is a lot more recent history, but, you know, there were theaters all over town when I was a child, you know, uh-huh. Oleander Drive, now it's a bank, and a mm-hmm. uh, news center, and Longleaf, you know, Longleaf Mall, and. Uh, and the ones over near uh, yeah. uh, 17th, uh, yeah. no,
1: 17th Shopping Center.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it's just, uh, it used to be. It's just it was a different day. You know, now mm-hmm. we've got you know we've got the multi we've got maybe three three multiplexes right, right. now and they're all you know you know ten or more screens. So mm-hmm. but that you know to we maybe have about the same number of screens. Well, definitely have more screens. But um, you know there's there's less physical locations mm-hmm. and it's just uh well all the theaters growing up we had one screen yeah yeah I mean they didn't know what multi was. <laughs> well really right. I wonder what the I'm, i was I was trying to think what the first um basic call the duplex was that it may, may have been at Longleaf mall out there because I remember that was two screens and then um the one at a, a new center was at least two or three screens
1: yeah that was and I remember those two
0: they, yeah. they, they were the most recent ones i think yeah. well um let's see and you said he said there was also one uh, at a Carolina Beach as well. But yes. well, There was a one. There was a more recent one, but this was maybe even predates that one.
1: It was. It was on the boardwalk. I do remember that. Oh, wow.
0: Now, okay.
1: I, I never went there, but yeah. so, but I, I do remember them having a, a movie theater down there.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, maybe uh, maybe one of these days we'll have a, uh, you know, we'll get to have another drive-in, but not have a pandemic to do it. <laughs> that would be nice. Miss Huddeman, I really appreciate your time. And, and your willingness to talk to Cape Fear on Earth about, about you know, these old days of movies and drive-ins. And well,
1: I always enjoy talking about Wilmington and his history. Yeah. Well, thank you so much.
0: That's it for this episode of Cape Fear on Earth and our look at the bygone movie theaters and drive-ins from Wilmington's past. I'll be back soon with another chapter of Wilmington history. Till then, make sure you're a member of our Facebook group. Where listeners can ask questions about our episodes and share their own memories of the region's history in that group I post extra content from each episode and links to all my coverage of local history for the Star News you can find that group by searching Cape Fear Unearthed on Facebook and don't forget to sign up for the Cape Fear Unearthed newsletter that goes out every Thursday sign up at starnewsonline.com newsletters Cape Fear Unearthed was written edited and hosted by yours truly John Staton You can find more of my work at StarNewsOnline.com. Additional editing by Adam Fish. This podcast was made possible by listeners and readers like you. Support local journalism and Cape Fear on Earth by subscribing to the Star News today. StarNewsOnline.com slash subscribe. And while you're subscribing to things, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you stream this show. So you'll never miss an episode. While you're there, leave us a review which will help more people find Cape Fear on Earth. Until then, get out and explore the Cape Fear region on your own. You never know what you might unearth.